Oh yeah! This lunchbox, man. So me and my me and my best friend Mudbutt, we sitting here session this morning like on our Saturday morning sessions, and we uh, man, there's we, we got the, on the talking about. So there's so many bands that just need to hang it up. So uh, yeah, big time. So uh, I, that's a, that's what we're gonna dive into this morning. You know, some some there's so straight many away. straight away. Let's get it. Just like I'm on, but we're gonna dive into this. Uh, what you diving into? Big fat milky milky gravitron gravity bong with some gelato forty one. Let me let me hose this down and we'll talk about it. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, there's really nothing really. I can't pick. I can't think of too many things that outdo a nice fat ass gravity bong as far as getting you there fast. Like in a hurry. Dang, damn, dude. I, I like joints and all, just like the next guy. But this, this these GBs are unreal. I'm gonna take me one right now while you while, you, uh, while talking about that. We fucking love, dude. At the end of the day, we, we love their music. And we've seen them live a couple times. Uh, with you and me and you saw them in Florida. And, you know, Kiss had a farewell tour in 1999 and 2000. You know, Ted Nugent opened up for them. They still sounded good, but they sounded different than they did in 96, which was really only a couple years before. And hell, that was the farewell tour. Hell, that was 20, 22 years ago. Damn. 22 years ago, they had that farewell tour. That's so funny. And now you've got... Exactly. What, what was the name of the tour that you went to see with it? You took, you took uh, T, uh, uh, the young Viking to your... Uh, uh, it was something fucking farewell something. Something. Yeah, end of the road. End of the road. It was the end of the road tour. Now it's in that end of the road tour... Stretches. That's the longest damn tour, and they're probably trying to do it for some kind of financial capital or something. That's the longest damn tour I've ever heard of in my life. They started two years um, before the face diaper, the chin diaper uh, <laughs> thing, and now they're back on tour, and they have uh, a video from a few nights ago. They're singing Black Diamond. We love Black Diamond. Right, it's from the first album. It's a hit. Like it's a Peter Chris. It's a dude. It's a Kiss classic. And dude, Paul Stanley. It, it was a laughing matter because you tell tell him what. Uh, remember that dude when we walked in the door was doing the big Paul Stanley. How thing. you doing, people? <laughs> he became a joke. He became a joke. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, Detroit? How you doing, people? People! <laughs> and, you know, and then now they're at, the, they're at this age where Christine 16 may as well be Christine 16. Get, I mean, get you some, Cougar. Get I want you some, gravy. get you some, Paul. I'm Paul Stanley. Hey, listen, motherfucker, I'm Paul Stanley. I'm a rock and roll star. I, I'm a professional rock and roll star. <laughs> you know, it's like the thing about Paul Stanley is it, it, Kiss has become so blatantly a, a, just a joke. And, and, and you know what? I'd say go. You know, more power to you if they still sounded good. Because the first time I saw Kiss, hell, I saw Kiss in '98 on the Psycho Circus tour. Let me tell you something. That they it was fucking awesome. It was Ace Frehley on guitar, Peter Chris on drums, right? And it sounded great. They, they had a, a, an actual, their last decent album, well, their last good album, as, as Kiss, Psycho Circus, in 98. Ooh. All right, I mean, album. 98. It was a killer album. Which was funny, because in 98, that's when Van Halen 3 came out, too. Which, yeah. we'll, not, we'll not get into that. I, uh, I will never hear that. Yeah, <laughs> I, will, yeah, right. 
and just say that. Yeah. But the problem, the problem is now you have a, a band that's trying to become some kind of Vegas attraction. Like, uh, I, and when Paul Stanley said, you don't go to, you don't go to Disney, no, you don't go to a New York Yankees game and expect to see Mickey Mantle play. I'm thinking, oh, that, that's where you're going with this. Okay. So, kids, there's probably always going to be some version of Kiss. It'll just, I, I don't, I can't, I, can you, can you imagine another uh, Kiss without any original members? I mean, I think they'll try it. Paul will do anything for money. Straight up. They'll try it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, what, what else? I mean, Kiss, yeah, they need to hang it up, man. That, that's it. Straight up. They Straight need up. to hang it yeah. up. They, yeah. You know, I made a reference to said himself, he said himself in 98, I mean, 99, I'm sorry, that he, we don't want to be those guys that, you know, stay too long at the party. It's like, motherfucker, you didn't just stay too long at the party. You, you there years after that party ended, my man. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> let alone let alone showing up fashionably late and, and slitting a little bit before, dude. You 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 stayed at that party for a while too, even when the next fucking family moved in. Like damn, <laughs> straight up. Yeah, uh, you know who's a, who's tell me another I mean, another one of, another one. Because one because one thing that doesn't meet the criteria is if they still sound fucking really good. They still sound really good. Paul Stanley is using backing vocals. He's using them. He says he's not. He is straight up. So uh, I mean, they've always been the type of people that said that they can we get you alive. A live show. There's even been... Uh, it was a, a legit story. A fan got his money back from the show. From a Kiss show. Because he made the uh, argument that they were using backing tracks. And Paul uh, said that, you know, we want to give you a, a lot. Uh, we, we don't use this bullshit. Though. The very bullshit he was using. But this fan got his money back for his ticket. Damn. So... If you're at that point, man, you need to hang it up. I mean, the Rolling Stones, there's just something about them that, unfortunately, even like even when when Charlie Watts died, uh, which he had been with them forever, ever, yeah. Fucking who else we got? Another one, another one. We talking about fucking Leonard Skinner. Fuck. Exactly, man. Leonard, and the problem with Leonard Skinner is the, the the fact that you got to think about how much badass music the actual Leonard Skinner put out in the seventies. Man, they had uh, Freebird, fucking Freebird. For everybody drunk at a party knows Freebird, dude. Everybody, I mean, everybody. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you've ever been drunk into a party, you heard Freebird at some point. Whether it's hold on, let me take another gravity moment. Yeah, fucking. Okay. If you if you drunk, you you hear that opening lick. Something about alcohol. It just makes you yell Freebird. Freebird. You know, <laughs> and, and, and it's a fucking killer song. I mean, you don't you sit in that. You don't jam it all the time. It's a song, uh, I think it has its place, but you don't jam it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a, when, <laughs> when it comes you on, it's just it. like a moment. It's a, Right, it's an experience. It's like a, the, the, Freebird is an experience, it's not a drunken chant. So, and it, their albums came out back to back to back in just a very fucking short period of time. And now, uh... You have. I was looking on concerts resuming from the uh, chin from the chin diaper uh, craze, whatever it was. Um, you know, bands are resuming, music's resuming, things like that. Uh, and you have a, a promoter saying, "Hey, Litter Skinner and Foghat coming to town." And you, no, no, they're not. No, no, they're, unfortunately, let. The majority of Leonard Skinner unfortunately died in a plane crash. And the, you know, 
1977, and it was terrible. And one guy, Artemis Pyle, the drummer, survived. Um, obviously, Ronnie Van Zant, the sound of Leonard Skinner died along with the plane crash. And uh, if, if they had different incarnations, but it's it's like call yourself something else. It's just a way. And some people, what blows my mind is that you and me, we're <laughs> music lovers, so we're going to point this out. Some yeah. people just don't care. And they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, hey. Okay, well, call yourself a Leonard Skinner cover band. Don't call yourself Leonard Skinner and tour as Leonard Skinner. Because you are not no Leonard Skinner, right? And if Artemis Pyle, which he's you know hell, he's aging, man. He he's not at a point to where he's able to tour every time they, that Leonard Skinner the name tours. And if he's not with them, it's the same damn thing. It's a uh, with when we saw, which how can we forget, man? Tell him about let's talk about uh, that that foreigner. Uh, Death Leopard and Journey. Oh concert. man! Oh, I'm glad you brought this up, man. My last episode, um, I, I talked about it, and uh, oh, dude, I talked about it my first, my last two episodes. I talked about that concert. I'm glad you brought it, it up. Was, it, oh it, man, that show! Hey, you know, it was one of the best concerts we've ever been to. Well, we and I, I mean, I've been to a lot of concerts, and I'm telling you, that was a bitchin' show, wasn't it? Oh man, like, dude, it was like fucking. It's, I mean, you start with Foreigner. I mean, I'm glad it ain't all playing the original members album. But I mean, it was fucking Foreigner. Well, that was the same example as Leonard Skinner. Yeah. You know, if the lead guitarist is not with Leonard, I mean, if the lead, if the lead guitarist, if Steven with Foreigner, then there are no original members of Foreigner. Yeah. But there's but but Journey that night. Had the original drummer. The only thing missing was Steve Perry, which is a big part. And I bet right? he was in the crowd. Steve was there. I, <laughs> yeah, he fucking probably was, man. He probably was. Uh, but what was you know? It was insane. It was at the uh, at at the time AT and T Park. It ain't called that anymore. But uh, where the Giants play, and um, yeah, the Bay Bridge is in the background and shit. I don't care where Journey plays, um, it they'll perform lights. Yeah. And everybody sings along wherever it's It's a bitchin' tune, it's a bitchin' live experience. But when you're actually singing lights and you're in San Francisco and the, and you know the lights really are shining on the bay like you can see it. It's and you're stoned as fuck. Man, I got the chills uh, just thinking about that moment right now. It was cool, man. It was cool. It was yeah. fucking cool. It was cool enough for the Hells Angels to show up. Dude, straight and, up. <laughs> you know, so, I talked uh, about that, man. How fucking rad that was. Uh, like, the Hells Angels were just right there, just rocking out to Def Leppard and, like, yeah, standing man. And, and, and Def Leppard, that's, but guess what? They're all original members. Yeah, they all sound. Well, they all sound really fucking good. I mean, it's okay, excuse I got, me, Steve. I can't say that. I got to take that back, man. I cannot. I can't put out fake news. Um, <laughs> Steve Clark. Steve Clark uh, died unfortunately in the in the eighties from an overdose, uh, and then they got Vivian Campbell from Dio. But Vivian Campbell's been with Def Leppard forever yeah i, mean, I wouldn't know that so you just now said that i think steve clark died like right after the hysteria album i understand oh, that it's steve okay. clark on on every Def leopard song that most people know but as far as a live touring band it's it's been vivian campbell and he really can play i mean unfortunately uh, I, I believe dio is i've heard some some videos of Ronnie James Dio talking about how Vivian Campbell may or may not be a dick, but I don't know him. Uh, I don't know to say, but uh, uh, I, I, I love Dio, man. I, it sucks that he's not around. But Vivian Campbell, and uh, he, he, can, he can hit Steve Clark's notes lick for lick, okay? Straight but up. Journey, straight uh, Okay, so Journey... Fucking awesome show, right? Yeah, that guy, so that, little, that little dude fucking nails Steve Perry's tunes. 
He did. Like, yeah. man, I just just close your eyes and you just fucking, man. That, that was, that's, he does a good job, man. He does a fucking really good job. Yeah. And, and, but for whatever reason, that made me think about another, not necessarily band, but act that needs to fucking hang it up. This is another guy that I've seen um, once in concert and it was just, one long guitar solo, the, literally. And once I say who it is, if anybody listening knows who I'm talking about, which I hope, I hope you do. Is it Joe he's Satriani? A, a, no, 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 no. Joe Satriani seems to always get really good gigs. He's always. I, I don't. I don't think he would ever survive as just Joe Satriani. But he's always part of huge bands like. Straight up, it's, it's not Joe Cetriani, no. And uh, it's Ingve, it's Ingve, Ingve Malmsteen, which you know, as far as as far as like in the eighties, late eighties, uh, even before then, his uh, band Alcatraz, dude, he can shred, he can fucking shred. But it's he's become a joke, man. Like he still wears, he, he's just fat, he's just he's just fat now, and he has these pork chop Elvis. Uh, late 70s sideburns and he comes out still in these fucking shiny ass tight leather pants and these fucking boots and he's playing the same you know, this cream guitar and it's these solos are so fucking sloppy and the performance is low budget and there's like some kid on drums and I'm thinking are you serious man because at one time in the 80s, Ingve Malmsteen, it was still, man, hey, if he came around, I'd probably go see him. Yeah. You know? I mean, because as far as, like, Sweet Park, if anybody plays a guitar out there, he's a master of metal sweeping arpeggios and arpeggios and shit. I mean, he's fucking, as far as, like, fast shredding, Ingve Malmsteen, man, he's, but he needs to fucking hang it up. I mean, he doesn't, He'll never put down the guitar. I I don't expect him to. I hope he doesn't. Run some podcasts here and there. But, man, holy shit. Seeing him live is really a... It's it's like like a spinal... It's gotten to the point of spinal tap. Damn. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Who's some other ones? Who's some other ones you got? Come on. Well, I mean, there's a a couple that, that I can kind of go to but as far as big acts that everybody knows um well number number I mean obviously and I just saw this fucking uh <laughs> and, and, and the sad thing about this lunchbox is there's gonna be a lot of people that goes to this show fucking new kids on the block and backstreet boys man damn I didn't even know that was a story I'm thinking Dude, it's, it's 2022, not 1987. Are you going to go? Boy, yeah, boy bands, man. Like, it's really fucking funny for someone in their 50s to sing that like, shit like Please Don't Go Girl and shit that they sang like when they were kids. Are you going to go? <laughs> uh, yeah, I might. <laughs> And what's funny, what's fucking, if I go, if I go, it's gonna, it's gonna go to fucking get some, some chick that starts crying during Hanging Tough, and I'm gonna, uh, get some strange, probably found some strange at that show. That, if I go at all, it'll be for strange. <laughs> yeah. I wanna hear Hanging, I wanna hear a bunch of 50 year olds singing fucking Hanging Tough. And Backstreet's back? Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, the chicks, you, you know that some chicks are gonna just, I bet, you know, they're I gonna, bet they open they're gonna have flat, they're gonna go like, for, for a two hour period, and then the next, you know, 50, 60, well, minutes, however long after the show, that, that, that it takes me for, uh, you know, hey, let's, let's get a room, and then, you know, I, I happen to leave an hour later, but, um, mm-hmm. those girls, like, those girls, typically like go back in time during these shows like to their slutty high school self listening to the Backstreet Boys and so it's a pretty that, that is a, it's like Wedding Crashers mentality to go to that show 
Shit, and yeah. that just popped in my head, and I think who 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 should hang it up? Hell, the fucking crew. Oh my god, man, Vince, Vince Neil. Neil. Listen, listen, Vince Neil is not does not to put it as nice as I can because at the end of the day, we're both fucking huge crew fans, yeah. man. That's like my workout playlist. Like, that fucking shit kicks ass. Smoking in the boys' room, which is not a... I mean, that's actually a cover song. Uh, You know, Brownsville Station uh, wrote that song, like, in the 70s. But, uh... Vince Neil, he's he's the opposite of Ozzy Osbourne. Like, when you hear Ozzy Osbourne talk... You can't understand a fucking word he says, but when he sings, he's as clear as we're talking right now. But yeah. Vince fucking Neil, when he's talking, you can understand what he's saying. But when he's singing, dude. <laughs> That was Wild Side right there, man. That's, that's Wild how, Side. That's, wild. that's Wild Side. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We all know the crew. And, and even on their fucking... And that, they, that's another band that fucking had a show. The end, the end. Like, this is it, you know? And then they toured later. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, just come up with a different name for your fucking tour instead of, like, this cliffhanger shit. Is it? Is it the last tour, dude? Is it really? But that on the end, that, I, I think Tommy Lee's uh, drum kit got like it, something happened to where it got stuck, and it couldn't. He couldn't do his like rotating, flipping drum solo. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That totally happened. But but not only this, and it's not just Molly Crew because Mick Mars. He can still fucking shred, dude. Dude, he and can. Nikki Six, Nikki Six has his own gig, and that's that. They tell him, you know, it's good that he's not a singer. I mean, he still has a pretty good voice anyway. But Vince Neil is the voice of Motley Crue, and he's still he'll tour with Motley Crue and as Vince Neil. He needs to fucking hang it up, dude. Straight Vince up, Vince Neil needs to hang it up, dude. It's it's be, like who is going to see like a Vince Neil show? If Vince Neil like that place that I saw Ace Frehley, which has always been both of our favorite members of Kiss. Fucking Ace. Um, Space Ace. He was playing at this place in Berkeley that I went to. I'm telling you right now, if <laughs> I would not, I wouldn't go see any kind of live show of uh, other. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I would not go see Vince Neil by himself. Who, who would? It's like, I guess it's like diehard ass metal fans. And I, even though I am a diehard metal fan, there must be something else that drives these people to sin. It's like, I would just rather take gravity bit, grab big old fat milkers of gravity balls and, and just put on the album Dr. Feelgood. You know? Straight up. I, I, because seeing him, yeah, he needs to hang it up. It's, it's not. It ain't. It's not good, and I think that this next one is kind of a toss-up, man. Because yeah. obviously there's some kind of uh, a dispute of some sort that's making Ann Wilson tour as Ann Wilson part and her art deal, and Nancy Wilson to tour with her heart deal I was like, just thinking that they need, they need to hang that up and tour as heart fuck yes <laughs> fuck yes whatever the fucking problem is like this you're, this is too late in the games to have fucking sisterly breakups. hate yeah it's too late in the game they sound too good we've seen them Fucking front row on the stage. Center. Shaky wee wee, get a hundred bucks. Fucking hard. Dude. Shaky wee wee, center. Dude, that show. 
Huh? I remember I was telling him in the last podcast how you tried to fight the fucking bouncers at the, after the show. <laughs> to, try to, to try to be able to bang Ann Wilson, I was determined. You, she gave you I a said, rose. She, she gave me a rose, dude. I said, she gave me a rose, man. That means that, means that she wants to bang me. And then he wouldn't let me go back there to get Ann. I said, I said, she gave me a rose, dude. She wants to fuck me, man. That was the cue to come meet her backstage, dude. I'm not schizophrenic. She really gave me this fucking... And yeah. she did. And you were, so, you were about to fight those dudes. Sorry. Sorry, Ann. <laughs> I'd have fucked you. But they need to hang that shit up and then get back together, whatever the problem is, because they sounded good, man. They still sound good. The Ann and Nancy are still a couple of fucking foxes, and whatever this Ann Wilson's heart, she's singing Nancy's tunes. Ann is singing Nancy's tunes, and Nancy is singing Ann's tunes. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. And... Nancy's kind of going in another kind of direction. She had the song with Sammy Hagar, All We Need Is an Island, and I honestly think that song sucks. I heard it. It does suck. It sucks, dude. And, and I'm sure Sammy Hagar fucking probably wrote. That's a total, like, current Sammy Hagar. But And we're both huge fan Hagar fans, but once you've run into Sammy Hagar a bunch of times, man, he... It's like the first couple of times, it was so cool. He signed a bottle of rum for me. I went to this Mai Tai competition in San Francisco that he had. He fucking signed a bottle of rum for me. It was fucking awesome. But then, one thing that was like the same thing out of all these experiences was this big fat, this big motherfucking gorilla that follows him around. Big old weightlifting dude. Like some guy he seen. He just he seems like a Guido from New Jersey or some shit, and he just he treats everybody as potential Mark David Chapman's, and he it's like dude just dude like nobody wants to hurt Sammy Hagar dude what the fuck like nobody wants to hurt Sammy Hagar straight up and this 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 bodyguard of his is such a fucking prick and he's everywhere. I went to uh, Sammy Agar's uh, when he got that thing. You remember uh, in San Francisco that uh, in front of the Bill Graham there? That, yeah, that the Rock of Fame, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to that like unveiling ceremony and Sammy Agar was there and shit. But that was when, and it's funny, man, because that, that was a, actually a terrible experience because that was at a time where obviously Ed was sick. But we didn't really know it because Van always been a tight-lipped crew. Yeah. And, you know, and Sammy would not, like, and what was cool about it is Bay Area Magazine was there, and they were just really cool with me. And do you know what, man? Like, the guy that was running it, it it's kind of funny. Uh, you know, it's a damn truest story if I've ever told it. Uh, <laughs> the dude that was running the show actually could not come up because they had to come up with enough Sammy Hagar tunes uh, that, you know, that people would know uh, that would, because there was like a pre-ceremony for like an hour, all right? And and the point during that hour was to have music playing. Well, Sammy Sammy had strict no Van Halen orders for for that particular event. I'm thinking... Are you fucking kidding me, dude? And I so uh, they couldn't do it, and I just I, I overheard them, and I said, uh, I said, hey, you know, I said I can I could probably do that. I said if you if you don't, I said you know I'll show you military ID. I don't care. I mean, I'll show you re- retired military ID. By the way, we didn't we didn't burn. I, we, you can't burn in the military. So I showed him my retired ID, and. Uh, he was like, cool. He felt, all right, cool, man. This guy a nut. So, uh, now we're not too big a one. So, yeah, if you could pick a 50-minute 50, 50 set of just Sammy Hagar, no bad hey, it was actually a pretty tough task to do, man. Honestly, I, I had to put heavy, I put heavy metal in there three times. Damn. Uh, what about a... Uh... <laughs> 
What about uh, how many times did you have to put it in there three lot box? I put that in there totally, totally. Uh, I put, um, I put, uh, um, 50, well, I can't drive 55. It's just like, come on, man. Okay, yeah, right. It's, yeah, right, okay. Um, and like, Your Love is Driving Me Crazy. That's a cool song. Uh, he wouldn't, like, but you couldn't play, like, why can't, nothing. Any, any, uh, you know, no, no witness love. No top of the world, no, no, no pound kick, nothing, nothing Van Halen. And it's just like, you know, like this is like, are you serious? And he was dead serious, dude, dead serious. Because after the sh- afterwards, which uh, I feel, I knew, I feel to play mostly because he was cool with Montrose tunes. And if he was cool with Montrose tunes, I could, I, you know, I could throw rock candy on there. And, and that and that type of shit. So there was a couple of Montrose tunes, a couple of HSAS tunes, and like Three Lock Box, uh, Your Love's Driving Me Crazy, Heavy Metal, three different times. <laughs> but and like Mas Tequila, Marching to Mars, and like most people had never even heard fucking Marching to Mars or Mas Tequila. Actually, a lot of people only knew fucking like I Can't Drive 55, to be quite honest people that showed up and most people showed up were Van Halen fans and he was in a little butthurt little oh uh, oh uh, it's like dude really really dude and I brought it I brought a 5150 album and uh, I'm not saying that I'm entitled to his autograph at all I'd already, I'd already had it at this point he signed a bottle of rum for me but at the end of his little speech uh, at the unveiling thing, he started signing autographs, but he would only sign like solo albums. He would sign a lot of, a lot of, uh, D, uh, you know, whatever that album is, DOA or whatever. Yeah, DOA. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and what was the other one with him in the fucking boxing ring in the corner there? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm, 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 uh, I know what you're talking about. Fuck. Um, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, something like that. He was signing a lot of shit. Like, yeah, something, something, something right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson reference. <laughs> it's Michael Jackson. Get, get me out. Bam. Something, something right there. But, <laughs> but Sammy, he would only fucking sign. His solo shit, and everybody, which was the majority of people, had 50, there was a lot of people there with 5150 albums, a lot of people, I would say most people had a 5150 album, he just ignored them all, and uh, what he did was, uh, he would just look at it, and look at you, and kind of go to the next person that had, uh, he would sign a bare fucking t-shirt before he'd sign a, a Van Halen thing. And I was just like, really, dude? I mean, not that I actually, but also, man, damn it, I really wanted him to sign that fucking album, that 5150 album, man. And he'd probably do it now uh, at the right time. He probably would, but, man, he sure as hell didn't then. But, man, don't tell me I'm not a Sammy Hagar fan. I've got a Van Hagar tattoo on my heart. You got a fucking Van Hagar tattoo. Fuck yeah, and then right above it, I got the fucking man himself tattooed on my arm. <laughs> sure do. Yeah, <laughs> you even have, yeah, you got 5150. How many Van Halen reference tattoos do you have? Uh, my left arm, I got, I got my wrist, I got the fucking the VH, the original logo. Oh, that's right, you got the wrist. You on the inside, Halen, I got like 5150. Watch. On the inside of my watch is 5150. <laughs> Uh, on the yeah. top of my forearm, I got the rock hands. And then in the back of yeah. my arm, I got a silhouette picture of fucking Eddie himself fucking shredding. Uh, you're outdone me there. Shit. <laughs> I'm about to Say get the... Hey. Hey, we, hey, we got to plan this out. Um, we got to pick the music. I'm getting the sheet music for some fucking BH licks. And it's going to be the background for this sleeve. So we got to pick that out here if you're hearing a little bit. <laughs> no man yeah I was just thinking about uh, that silhouette the, the man the king Dude. they did a good job on that man they did a good job on that 
He did, man. Fucking shout out to Oliver. Yeah. Fucking killed it, yo. Fucking. Yeah. Uh, Looks really good. He's done all my fucking Ben Halen tattoos. Yeah, uh, I just, I don't even, I don't, you know what? I don't even remember the place, that place in Florida that did my Ben Halen tattoo. I just remember, you remember who was with us? He will go unnamed, but he was in the Navy with yeah. us, little twerp. Oh, there's a few of them. Was it the, yeah. was it the, was it the twerp from Georgia or the twerp from Pennsylvania? It was the twerp from Georgia. Oh, man, yeah, that, that, that fool, that gay-ass dog. Yeah, what a bitch. <laughs> I think he became a cop or something. He's a fucking narc. After he got kicked out of the fucking Navy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? What a dick. Fuck, fuck you. Yeah. Whoever we're talking about. we both, You and me both retired from the Navy honorably. That little fellow shit got kicked out. But anyway, he was with us with that, uh, he was with with us with that Van Halen tattoo, man. We were just like, hey, let's get the rest, get the fucking rock hands over the heart. Fuck you know? yeah. And that's, that's what you do. Well, so as far as other people that need to hang it up, Feel there's yeah. actually, there's a, there's a few more, like, you know, and it's funny, man, um, as much as we love him, we were fucking jamming this morning, man, on the guitar. Dude, Phil Collins. Dude, he did hang it up. He announced uh, he could be done. Okay, good. Yeah, his right. son came right, out a couple that. weeks ago and announced that he's he's done. All right. Okay. Good. All that's right. What, that's, what this, that's what set this podcast off. Was I got I heard the news that Phil Collins was hanging it up, and I was like, "Fuck! I'll never get to see All fucking right, Phil God, Collins." God, yeah, it's just, well, it is re- recent recent news. Yeah, dude, because, man, I watched a pretty recent live video of his. It's like, dude, like, come on, Phil. He, he's sitting he's sitting in a chair, which, you know, even, he, dude, even when he was younger, I mean, he, you know, he was sitting, really, he was drumming. But, dude, he's sitting in a chair. He's, a, he's He just, he's a I mean, man. I, I love Phil Collins. I love fucking Genesis, man. I love... I, Uh, 
Dude. Clubs and like in places like the Troubadour and LA and shit, they're able to, and, and, and up here in the northern part of the state, um, you know, they, they, there's a lot of Bay Area shows that you can see. Um, well, I mean. You know who still got it? Who? Rick fucking Astley. <laughs> He's talking to always going to have it. Man, that Foo Fighters performance that was so awesome, man. That fucking was. That introduction. The baddest motherfucker yeah. of all time. Rick uh, motherfucking Astley. Yeah. Get your ass in Dave Grohl, man. Get the fuck out of here, Rick Astley, right now. <laughs> fucking Dave Grohl was so cool, dude. And um, straight Rick rolled the whole crowd. They Rick rolled it, dude. They, you think you're cool, Rick rolling like a fucking little, like you know, Rick rolling a little, uh, a little small gathering. They Rick rolled the O2 Arena in London. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Live, like didn't see it coming, and like Dave uh, Grohl just sitting there, just his hair is just, he's just thrashing, just fucking. His energy is unmatched. I tell you, man, it always has been. That's one reason, man. That's, you know, I'm not going to bug. We want to keep this podcast super positive, but we're both very big Foo Fighters fans. I, I am, you know, after, after the King died, we're not talking, I'm not talking about Elvis. When the King died, I said, at least, at least we have the Foo Fighters. You know, that's what's, at least we have the Foo Fighters and then Taylor Hawkins because, you know, unlike Charlie Watts, which, you know, he was with the Stones forever, but you know what, man, the Stones, hey, they have another drummer now and they're, they're continuing their, like, that was a concert I when, when I went to see the Stones at Levi's Stadium that is one concert that I can say, yes, it's very cool to see Mick Jagger play in person and Keith Richards and Charlie Watts, man. Dude, and, Keith Richards and is going to outlive us all. It's very fucking cool, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's insane. But it's, um, I, I just don't, it was like so commercial, you know what I mean? Yeah. So commercial, like like choreographed almost. ACDC almost felt like that for me too, in a way. Like the way uh, it, um, the, it was the way it was set up. It just seemed very choreographed. I don't. Uh, uh, that's the only word. Hey, I like that. Hey, remember that time we fucking got really high and passed out and missed that concert? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> well, who was that? It wasn't I was fucking. But it wasn't just any concert. It wasn't like some band playing down the road. We're not talking <laughs> some some has been band that just so happened to be in town. Who are we talking about here? Fucking ACDC and Guns N' Roses. <laughs> yeah, those those acts like. We just, we had, it's just not like, it's not like we, it's not like we were gonna go and score tickets and then go, or any, we had tickets, we were pre, we were, we were burning, like, pre-session it before we went, but we just kept burning, then we and the burning out. part didn't stop, and... We just kept smoking and kept smoking and kept smoking, and we were fucking passed out. And we both just woke up like, "Dude, we missed. We totally missed that concert." And then <laughs> we had good we tickets missed, too. <laughs> and we had good fucking. Well, that's one thing. Man, when we went to Metallica, man. Hey, when, I'm telling you, man. We take we take concerts seriously, man. We want to. We we get good seats. <laughs> We get good seats and, in concerts, that and, is for sure. And the tragic thing is, fucking, the damn guitarist from ACDC passed, like, right after that show. Fuck! The guitarist for ACDC? Fucking, uh, what's his name? He passed away not too long after that show. Oh, Mal- Malcolm um, Young passed yeah, away. Yeah, Malcolm's brother, Malcolm Young, yeah, Malcolm, Malcolm, yeah. yeah. It, was at, it was right around that time, yeah. 
So they were like one of the last times to see we could have seen them. Like, fuck. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's crazy. I felt the same way when uh, Temple of the Dog came to town. They were at uh, Bill Graham in San Francisco, and I said, man, I really need to see Chris, because at this point I had not seen Chris Cornell live. I was able to see Scott Weiland live. Yeah. So I, I saw Stone Temple Pilots live in the 90s, but Temple of the Dog was in town. I had never seen Soundgarden. I'd never seen Chris Cornell live. And I said, or, or Pearl Jam for that matter. And so I'd never seen Eddie Vedder live. So I was like, man. I really need to go to the show. I, I, I need to see Eddie Vedder live. I need to see Chris Cornell live. But I was like, ah, well, you know what? I'm pretty sure. It, I'm pretty sure Soundgarden's going to get back together, and I'd rather see. I'm going to just hold out, and wait for Soundgarden. It fucking never happened, man. And I was, I'll never. I like, I always kick myself in the butt for passing up Temple of the Dog. Because they, they did some tunes here and there. Yeah. But, I, you know, I don't see... And that's kind of with sort of the opposite with the Foo Fighters. It's like, we're talking about bands that need to hang it up. Foo Fighters is like... It's a tragedy like Rush. Yeah. You know? Rush. A, a amazing ba- an amazing band that loses such a key... Me- well, Rush is three people. I mean... Foo Fighters has a pretty big band, but you know, like Chris Shiflett on guitar, he's dude, he's one of the best lead guitarists in music. Dude, Chris Shiflett shreds, he man. He's does. fucking awesome. He's he's awesome. You know, him and Dave Grohl and Pat Smear together. I mean, they it's crazy. Nate Mendel on bass. He, he's 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 fucking awesome. But like Taylor Hawkins was almost as I, I think the Foo Fighters like unfortunately the people that I mentioned uh, minus Taylor Hawkins like you're at like your casual Foo Fighters Man. fan would just if you say hey can you name me the names of the Foo Fighters they'd say Dave Grohl Taylor Hawkins that's it you know maybe maybe Paps maybe Pat Sneer but probably not. Yeah. Because Pat Smear hadn't always been with him, but Pat Smear. And, you know, it's, 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 it's as devastating and as enormous as Neil Peart from Rush dying. Cause it's like, it's a, uh, it's almost an insult to even ask the question. Well, can, can this person be replaced? Don't even go there, man. No, 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 he can't. Nobody yeah. can replace Neil Peart. Nobody can replace Taylor Hawkins. It's just not going to happen, unfortunately, because Rush was some of the best. Like, yeah, honestly, man, like even an ex-girlfriend, um, you, you know what I mean? I'm just, if, if, you, if I had to say one nice thing about my ex-girlfriend or something like an experience, I'm glad... That she got to see Rush live. Yeah. Because, all big time, because, dude, it was such, you know, when you go to concerts, it's it's one thing, but to go to a Rush concert was such, dude, I've been going to Rush concerts since I was a kid, and my parents let me go, They would, my dad would take me and drop me off and uh, he'd be waiting in the fucking parking lot. He didn't like Rush. He didn't want to go in. <laughs> yeah, damn it, Pops. <laughs> he, was probably, he was probably in the truck listening to Blue Oyster Cult the whole fucking time. Yeah, but, looking, burning, he was burning for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Godzilla! But, you know, Rush had such a um, huge sound that it's not going to be replaced. Um, I'm not into bands like uh, other other bands that are in Rush's technical category. Like, um, but but Rush is so was such an important band, and each guy is he I think is just as powerful. But the Foo Fighters, without Taylor Hawkins, like you just have to say it, man. Like there is there's no Foo Fighters. That's, that's the energy. I think that, Nice. I mean, did Dave Grohl? It, he was with Nirvana for 
only a few. Nirvana at all only lasted a couple of years. Yeah, kind of like kind of like Cream, you know. But yeah. in those few years, all these albums that everybody knows came out, and you know, uh, they're who the fuck who the fuck's not a Nirvana fan, you know? Straight and up. Dave Grohl, he couldn't talk about Kurt Cobain for a for. A long time, man. Imagine, imagine, like, oh, dude, Taylor Hawkins. Holy shit, man. Like, holy shit. So, selfishly, you know, I'm just like, I, I cannot believe I will never be able to go to another Foo Fighters show. Oh, my. Like, but I think a lot of people feel that way because we all love him. And, yeah, um, dude, such an awesome Oh yeah, but you know it's crazy. You still have, you still have fans that are torn around like, like uh, Doobie Brothers and shit. That's that's another like uh, fog hat deal. All right. What about what about uh, a Speedwagon? How are they? They need they need to hang it up. They don't. They, they, you know what? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that them and Sticks are are doing some kind. Of, both they are on tour. Are they are on tour. All those people wagon sticks are on tour. It's confirmed. They they need to hang it up. Man. Come sail away. Come sail oh, away. Get out of here. Yeah, man. Can you man, All right. So and, and, and I'm not, I, I know that Dennis DeYoung's not with sticks. So I, I don't know. It's probably Tommy Shaw singing it if he's with my I I don't know what they're doing, but I'm pretty sure Ario Speedwagon, uh, that dude's still, is, is still, I can't, the name, his name slips my mind, but the lead singers of Ario Speedwagon, he's always been part of Ario Speedwagon, you know what I mean? Right. And no, it's I just got to a point. I think I, heard, ah. I think I heard that Toto is about to hit the road. See, Keep going for them, you because Steve Lucas still kicks ass. He still sounds awesome. Um, unfortunately, even Toto, well, Toto's kind of a special kind of thing because every one of those guys were session musicians first. And uh, most people, it's funny if, if, when, if you, when I say Steve Lucas, they're right off the bat. A couple, some people, and I understand, might just like, who the fuck is he talking about? I'm telling you, if you don't know who Steve Lukather is, I guarantee you, if you listen to rock music, you have heard Steve Lukather <coughs> probably tens of thousands of times. Dang. He's been on so many sessions. Like, he, he's the one on the album. You know what I mean? And uh, what's your on the CD that you're jamming or the track that you're jamming that that was studio cuts. And that's Steve Lukather for a lot of people, a lot of different bands. So Toto had uh, uh, the Pecoro brothers and you know, Jeff Pecoro, unfortunately, he passed away a long time ago. Um, but the main face of Toto uh, is, uh, yeah, I, man, I feel tar- terrible that it... Um, that is name. The guy on the piano. Oh man, the guy with the top hat, Steve Lukather. Uh, you know, they just—they're good. They sound awesome live. I say they've got another. And honestly, I think they've got another couple of years in them easy. But it is—it is tough watching all of our favorite acts like kind of age you know what I'm saying like it's it is strange but some are able to pull it off and some just need to fucking hang it up man like yeah it's becoming let's check out this idea alright let's hear it alright so this is my first one my first episode was about this I'm gonna pass it to you see what you think so Alright. Our dude Elon, he's got that, that that Neuralink, you know, for the brain shit, you know? Man. What if he's able to fucking put you in like a trance state uh, and fucking put you there? So like you're you are seeing it, you are feeling it, you're getting all your five senses to being at whatever show you want to see. 
and you're uh, not there, but you're there. What do you think about that? I just think that's... That's a wild shit. I, I'm not quite that stone. I'm <laughs> blistered. I'm blistered, but damn. I, I wouldn't do it, man. I wouldn't do it. I, to me, that would be like uh, fucking hologram stuff. I thought that was so... Like, they honestly... They did this in Coachella, dude. Tupac. Uh, dude, I, you know how people go to fucking Coachella? A lot. And they had a hologram of Tupac, and all these people were like, yo, I saw Tupac, man. Like, no, you didn't, man. You saw a hologram, man. You saw a hologram, man. I know that you were completely <laughs> But trust me, that wasn't South Texas. I want to go. I, I would love to work for that dude. Yeah, Elon Musk, man. Hey, you see, you know, Joe Rogan's podcast. That was the longest and most interesting conversation I've heard of him. And you know, and then reading up and watching small clips and stuff. But you know, he he just seems like a really cool dude. And I'm glad he's richer than Jeff Bezos. I, I say fuck yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, the, the people like Elon Musk and that brain enhancement stuff, I, I just don't even know what to think about it. It's, it's crazy. I, but I do know this. South Park does a really good job explaining it. Uh, these post-COVID episodes are hilarious. <laughs> Did you see, have you seen the one where Butters is going by the name of Vic Chaos? Yeah, he's selling NLTs. <laughs> I'll tell you what, buddy. <laughs> which is crazy, which is insane, because it's, 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 it, from what I understand, an NFT is, uh, you know, really, literally, like, like seriously, like that, that long-bearded dude that owns Twitter, he sold a picture of like a screenshot of his very first tweet or like the very first tweet on Twitter yeah. and it went for like an ass ton of money it's like re- really yeah like, what? what and which <laughs> makes it fucking hilarious that Butters or Big Chaos uh, is selling, going to like retirement homes and having people sign away their life savings on a picture of a panda on a skateboard. Because, <laughs> you know, that, like, really NFT shit is that kind of thing. Like, you pay, obviously, like, I think, I, you know what? I think Snoop Dogg, um, but he's Snoop Dogg, you know? Yeah. And people are going to dig whatever Snoop Dogg does. But he put out some NFTs, whatever, images, just that, whatever it is. And he made a fucking ton. Is this what, like, because, you know, the people that work at these huge tech places, that's why San Francisco is as expensive as it is, because people that are in that industry, even, like, entry level, they're banking. Like, Banking, and so spending like sixty-five thousand dollars on some little bitty digital. It's like, what are you gonna do with it? What, what are you? What are you I mean, what's uh, you know, open some uh, high-end art show, digital art show, this that. What are you? What are you doing there? <laughs> 
Another episode, another day, another oh, next boys. Saturday. We'll continue to assess. I hope, uh, hope everybody got a kick out of that, man. I Hell mean, yeah. We just, we just wanted to, you know, it's funny, especially fellow music lovers and fellow stoners out there. If you disagree with us, that's, that's, that, you know, hey. Shoot me an really, email. Let me know what you think. <laughs> but check it out. Until next time, smoke on and stay lifted. Oh yeah, that will that will conclude uh, Saturday morning sesh with Mudbud. I hope y'all got a kick out of that. Um, we had a little audio difficulties, you know, throughout the recording process. So we'll have, we'll get them things kinks fixed for the next Saturday morning sesh. So hope y'all enjoyed. If you have any questions, any comments, man, you want to talk some shit, man, bring it, whatever, man. If you just want to add some bands, you think we, if, you think, if we left out a band, please let us know. Um, and we'll make sure and bring it up for the next Saturday. Um, just drop us an email, you know. It's in the kids of the in the, in the po- podcast description. Um, yeah, man, if you have any more comments, you want to. Uh, if we missed any bands or if you think we we had a band in there that should have been in there you know up for debate um shoot me an email let's find let's chop it up let's let's, let's hear what you got lunchbox out